Welcome to the PMPA Speaking of Precision podcast, featuring your hosts, Carly Kistler-Miller and Miles Free. Hello, I'm Miles Free. Welcome to PMPA Speaking of Precision, Monday with Miles podcast. Carly Kistler-Miller has joined me today, and we are going to discuss four tips to gain employee acceptance to change. Change is a good thing, right, Carly? Well... I like to think so, and usually it is a good thing, but one thing we do know changes, and that's inevitable. There has to be change. It can be little changes. They can be big changes, and a lot of people think good things or change is a good thing, but eh, you might not have complete buy-in if if you're talking about a a shop-wide change. Well, count me in that dissident group, Carly. I... (laughs) like to think of myself as the resistance. You, I, I can back you on that one, yes. <laughs> yes, however, you can be persuaded. I can be persuaded, and I can be an advocate for change, but you have to convince me. Right, which is what we have to do a lot of times with our employees. So we know a change is coming. We're going to implement a change. You can't just spring it on them. Let's face it, you got to communicate. So in order for change to actually be productive or even happen, you need employee acceptance. They need to accept the change. Acceptance? (laughs) This sounds like we're going through Kubler-Ross's stages of dying, right? Wow. (laughs) Didn't see that coming. Wow. No, I did not. Okay. So how do we get to acceptance? good thing, Miles. Well, it is. Change is a good thing. It is. So how do we get to acceptance, Carly? All right. So, well, there are, here's four tips. There's a lot of different ways to do it, but we have four tips we're going to talk about today. And the first thing kind of stems off the whole communication thing, and that's explain. Now, it's really easy to see everything from your perspective. You've probably been in on it at the beginning. The idea might have been yours. Hey, it's my idea. I love it. You guys just need to do it, right? You need to trust me that it's fabulous. Exactly. And this is going to be wonderful and just do it. Oh, it's your idea? I'm sorry. I'm the resistance. That's <laughs> right. And, you know, there's, there's a saying that we probably all grew up with, and that's because I said so. Well, that works for parenting, does not work in the workforce. It does not work for for adults. Adults need to know why. Adults need to know why. And and considering, you know, we're trying to retain our current workforce, we need to take the time to make sure that employees accept change. So you need to explain. You need to, and, and this is a sales pitch. I'm, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's a sales pitch. You need to explain this because you are selling this idea to your employees as to why the change is going to happen and why it's a good thing. And if the employees are like me, they want facts. And you know what? There are some employees that want facts. There are some employees who just want the why. There are some employees who want the logical thinking behind it. How did it come to? There are some people who don't care and really will just, okay, there's a change. Let's go ahead. But And that's where that whole predictive index thing comes in. How much information do you need? Very helpful when it comes to this. And understanding that you have multiple, multiple segments in your audience. You know, you give me the emotional appeal. It's talk to the hand, right? You give me facts. 
I'm all ears. Speaking of all ears, what about listening? Well, that'll be the next thing. So you're going to explain it to them, and you're probably going to have a few people who do the, oh, that's never going to work, or I don't know why they come up with this stuff. They're always changing things. We don't know why. Listen to that. I, you don't want to. Nobody wants to hear that kind of stuff. But I cannot emphasize enough how important it is to listen to their concerns. And, you know, I wrote an article on this, and I called this section, Listen, Listen, Listen. And it's just, it's like location, location, location. If you listen to them, one, they could think of something that you haven't. They have a different perspective. They might make this change even better. Or they might foresee an obstacle you did not, which won't necessarily stop the change, but could give you a chance to, to plan for that obstacle or to just get that obstacle out of the way they have a different perspective. And they could also, I mean, they, they might have, act, they'll feel ownership. If you've listened to them and they know you've listened to them, they feel ownership. And, but you've got to ask the right questions too. You know, it's interesting. I have a, I have a graph I show and it's about, it's time and knowledge and, and it's why you should not commit early because your knowledge builds up over time. And what you're talking about is, is really a, a revisitation of that. You're trying to build that knowledge in them. And so what you're saying is let's thrash early. Let's, let's get those objections out here, right? Let's, let's, let's hear them. Let's consider them. And let's together agree that these are or are not insurmountable, changeable, or even significant enough to worry about. Well, I listen to the good stuff too I mean some people are going to say good things about it you you want to take it all in right it's kind of like market research I'm forever a marketer aren't I first it's a sales pitch forever. now it's a it's forever. <laughs> forever now it's market <laughs> research so you are what you're doing is you're actually gathering information on how they feel any kind of obstacles or positives that could come out of it and you're getting their new perspective now this is not decision by committee. You, you don't have to. You can listen, listen, listen. You don't necessarily have to take the changes. You want to consider them. But in the end, it's your company. You see the big picture, and you're going to know what's best for your company. So I don't want to say that, oh, you know, listen to everybody and let them sway. Whatever they say goes. No, the, that's not the way it works. Yeah, so the responsibility and authority for the decision is is ours right but we have a responsibility to get the best information we can to inform that decision that's right and that includes listening to our performers listen to them it and doesn't say, mean give them a veto it just means listen listen consider they're actually giving you information that you're going to be able to use and also it, by listening to them it shows them respect and respect goes a long way when you need them to trust you for about this change to get that acceptance. Respect is my one word replacement for the word quality. If you could only use one word to describe quality, it would be respect. I like that. And respect uh, your customers, don't cheat them. Respect your performers, right? Listen right. to the, they're the Listen. local experts, right? 
respect the process, respect the, I mean, respect is a big deal. Goes on and on, which actually leads me to the third tip, and this is the one I struggle with, and that's don't get defensive. Oh, just take it personally. (laughs) Oh, right. I mean, you've thought of this, you've thought it through, you've got a plan, you you have ownership of it, and they're just going to look you in the face and say, it's not going to work because of this, it's not going to work for What's the first thing you're going to do? Hey, it's my wonderful idea. That's why right. aren't they why aren't they <laughs> saluting, right? Well, that's a great idea, Mr. Boss man. Uh, doesn't uh, work like that. I know. I, I, I have to take a deep breath. I have sometimes when I go up because I, I design a lot of things, I, I put a lot of things out there in public, and anything you send outside of your office is you know up for scrutiny. and you just you just take a deep breath and know that. Anything that comes back, number one, I'm glad they saw it. There you go. That's that's how I I try to not get defensive is I'm glad they saw it, and I'm glad they cared enough to tell me if something's wrong. But sometimes you just have to take that step back and don't take it personally. Maybe these are knee-jerk reactions. Maybe they're thoughtful insights. Well, I I guess, and and this is, you know, just like your marketing, I – really pride myself in insights on communication. And I think it's important that we try to bring our emotional intelligence to bear and understand there's a difference between feedback and criticism. Okay, you're going to have to explain that to me. Yeah, so criticism is... Some feedback could be criticism, but some criticism is feedback. Well, what I'm saying is to me, criticism is personal. Feedback is objective. I'm going to get feedback from Spock. I'm going to get criticism from some hater on social media. So in your mind, uh, feedback would of, you know, that guy's an idiot. Yeah, I'd take that personally. That's criticism. Yeah, that's versus, personal. you know, he could have told us a different way. Uh, yeah, you know, if, if only we'd seen this on the bulletin board where you're supposed to put up announcements, that would that would be good feedback. Oh, I should have put it on the bulletin board. Okay, criticism's not useful, feedback is. Uh, that's, I mean, that's my filter. I like it. That's my filter. If it's if it's an attack on me, ad hominem, right? Hey, right. Uh, the, the office, the front office. The minute they start labeling, <laughs> communication has stopped. Deteriorated. The line yeah. has been drawn. It has. It has. Well, and you're also, you're considering your personalities again here, because some people, their knee-jerk reaction is just going to be no. Right. Here's a million dollars. No, I don't want to, I don't want to pay taxes on it. Exactly. Before they <laughs> sit down and, and think about, you know, okay, I may pay taxes on it, but that other bit that I get to keep could actually be helpful. Their knee-jerk reaction is no. Uh, if you get defensive, when they give the feedback or criticism, it just sends a message that no matter what they say, it doesn't matter, and they're, they're, any kind of input is useless. Right, so the discount rate becomes bother? zero. Right, right. No, no acceptance, no right. acceptance. So that brings us to the fourth tip. So we've explained it. We've listened. We haven't gotten defensive. Big smiles, big Big smiles. Big smile. Now you can explain it again because, again, I'm going to go to the marketing here. You need to hear a message more than once 
for it to truly sink in. But now you've got all kinds of information because you've taken that feedback. You know who your knee-jerk people are. You know what their concerns are and if they've actually told you. So, you know, maybe the shop's adding automation and the employees are afraid they're going to lose their jobs. Okay, that, you know, that's a legitimate fear. It is, but so, if I could interrupt you. You always can. We visited do. a number of shops and they all were showing off their automation and right after they show you the automation, what's the next thing they say? They say, we didn't lay off a single person. That's right. We've promoted people to better jobs. It's not a fear. We need to convey that in the second explanation. Which is why if they explain those fears to you and you listened and you didn't get defensive, you'll be able to say, not only are you not losing your job, you get to do this and elevate their skills and possibly elevate their salaries I and mean, their status and their status there's there's all kinds of pluses that could come out of that but you're not going to know that unless you actually listen to their feedback um people may think it's too hard you know may, they not may not understand and you just need to sit down and explain it to them um maybe it is going to be hard guess what we're not getting paid to be here, you know, to have fun. You're actually getting paid. The fun is free. You get paid to be there to do work. So, but if you explain it to them, yeah, this is going to be a challenge. But you know what? I know that we have the talent here to get through it, and we are going to be able to, to handle this challenge. And look what's going to happen on, on the other side once we get through it. Yeah. And by the way, the reason I'm talking to you is you're on this team, and I trust this team. Look at what we've done so far. That's right. So again, quick, you're going to explain it. You're going to listen, listen, listen. You're going to not get defensive. And then you're going to explain it again using all that information you just gathered. And you've got a real good shot of employee acceptance because now you've listened to them. You were able to explain it to them in their language. You have overcome my resistance. Well done, Carly. Well, thank you, Miles. That wraps up today's podcast on four tips to gain employee acceptance to change. Thank you for joining us. For additional information, please visit pmpa.org, where you can also search for articles, webinars, podcasts, and other resources. Yes, and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast because you don't want to miss one. If you aren't already taking advantage of PMPA membership, be sure to check out pmpa.org to see all we have to offer. And why is a PMPA membership important, Carly? Because, because we, we are, are better, better together. together. Don't forget to join us next Monday on Speaking of Precision, Monday with Miles.